things that were placed there, not because we chose on our own that we woke up one day and said, hey, what's, what do I really care about? What's really important to me? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make these seven things the things I really strive for in life. We truly believe, as we developed this, um, as we were talking about this, and, and actually this whole series was taken from a, a book by Mike Bickle called The Seven Longings of the Human Heart. Um, and in that, it was, it was really determined that these are longings that God put there, that they are there, that, that these are things that we're supposed to strive for, not because it'll make us feel good about ourselves, but because God placed them in there so they would be things that we would seek from Him, and in so doing, we, we grow closer to Him. We, we grow more into the identity of who we really are. And so today we want to talk about the longing for greatness. And I think of all the longings that we've talked about, this is the one where some people could say, this doesn't really apply to me. I don't want to be on the stage. I don't need the spotlights. I don't need to be heard. I don't, I don't need to be recognized. I don't need the likes. I don't need the retweets. I don't need any of this. And, and, there's, and there's where a lot of people are. They're like, I would rather um, be the person that's never seen. You know, if there's a great production, I want to be backstage. You know, there's people, and that's kind of how people are wired. I'm not wired that way, as you can tell by my profession, I'm on a stage with lights, and I get, I get, you get to listen to me for a little while. And I tell you, this, this stokes my ego a little bit. I admit this. But there's a lot of people that say, I don't really want to be great. And I challenge that. For the people that say, I don't ever want to have to walk up any steps and have any kind of anything on me or any kind of anything that's going to project my voice, I challenge that if you say, I don't want to be great. Because what we really mean by this word greatness is that we are people who desire to be recognized. We are people who desire to, for someone, to, for anybody to recognize that our presence is important, that our presence makes a difference, that the work that we do that's maybe never seen under the spotlights is part of the bigger plan, that, that is part of, of making the whole thing work together. That, that we do, for those of us that don't want the lights and the microphone, we still want to hear thank you. We want to hear, oh my goodness, I couldn't have done it without you. We don't mind opening our mailbox and getting a thank you card. That's what I mean by this idea of greatness. We want to know that our, that our personhood, that our abilities, that our gifts, that what we bring to the table is important. That kind of greatness. And so I think that every single human being, every one of us that draws breath, have a desire for greatness. And I believe it's put there by God. Uh, last Sunday night uh, at the MTV Music Awards, Kanye West was given an award. Uh, I think it was the, I mean, it's not church unless you talk about Kanye, right? So um, I think he was given the Vanguard Music Award, Michael Jackson Award, right? And so he gets called up on stage. Now, I, don't, I didn't watch things. I was flipping channels, just to let you know. And, and I flipped it right at this point. And, um, and so he comes up on stage. And uh, I timed it, not that live performance. I had to look up the video later because when I was watching the live performance, I thought, oh my goodness. He walked up on stage and he stood there for two minutes and five seconds while everyone just applauded and chanted his name. Now you might think, ah, two minutes, five seconds. But what if I were to ask you to come and stand up here for two minutes and five seconds while we sat out there and clapped? you would realize very quickly how long of a time that is. Remember, the average uh, commercial break between shows is only 90 seconds. I mean, think about that. I mean, we have a hard time with a commercial break. 
We have a hard time when the little dial says it's searching for a network, right? So just think about, and that's usually like, I mean, usually when people get really hairy about that, it's like around 10 seconds, we start to stress out. Oh my goodness. I can't. So two minutes and five seconds, he stood on that stage. And here's what I noticed about Kanye. Um, you've seen award shows before, and usually after a little bit of applause, the person on the stage does a couple of things, usually one of three things. They usually do the nodding the head, thanks, you know, mm, thank you. You can, you can clap a little bit more. And this is my way of saying thank you back. Sometimes they mouth the words, thank you, you know, the thank you. And then after a little while, most everyone does the hand gesture where they're like, the, I appreciate that, but you can go ahead and stop clapping and sit down now, you know, the, you know. He didn't do any of those three. He stood there with his mouth a little agape. You can go back and watch the video. Just YouTube it. That's what he, two minutes and five seconds. No thank you, no nod, no hand gesture. He just sat there and took it in. Two minutes and five seconds. Now, just like every single one of us, we desire greatness, just like Kanye did. And the only difference between us and Kanye last Sunday night, because on that last Sunday, we all desire greatness, just like we do on this Sunday, and how we will tomorrow, and Tuesday, and on. But for last Sunday, he, had, he stood on a stage, and millions of people watched him for a moment, have that momentarily had that desire for greatness satisfied. As we've talked about through this series, these desires that we believe are there that God put in us, we're going to have these desires satisfied, whether legitimately or illegitimately. And by legitimately, we mean by God. By illegitimately, we mean by anything or anyone else. So he momentarily had that, that itch scratched. Two minutes, five seconds. We all long to be great. And here's the thing that I've recognized as I was preparing this message, is that in no way does Jesus, when he speaks about this greatness, because he actually talked about it, in the very first sermon, it, 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 he talks about greatness. And he doesn't shame people about greatness. He doesn't get on to them about wanting to be great. He doesn't do anything like that. He actually recognizes it's something within each and every one of us, and he talks to them about what it really is, what it really looks like. And he says this in Matthew 5.19, this is uh, during his Sermon on the Mount, and he just got through preaching about these, these very counterintuitive, countercultural ways in which we are to be as, as sons and daughters of God. And then he says this in verse 19, Anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. I mean, he recognizes this, this is something that you will be called great for this. And you know, it's one thing to be called great in a sport, it's one thing to be called great in our career or on a stage for two minutes and five seconds and to get an award about it. It's one thing for that, but to be called great in heaven. That's, that's great. But I have to tell you that sometimes I am so far removed for who I am supposed to be in Christ that that doesn't even really stir up any excitement within me when I say that. Because I can relate to the great in career and the great in sport and, and the great on the stage. Not saying I am, but I can relate to that feeling. But can I relate to being great in heaven? 
See, we're so far removed from the idea, from the prospect of who we were actually created to be. And it's not that, oh, one day in the sweet by and by, I'll be great in heaven. No. I mean, what did Jesus say about the kingdom of God? It's here. It's near. It's now. We're living in it. So we can be great in the kingdom of heaven right here, right now. And I want that, not for my namesake, but because of who I am in Christ. I don't know if you're tracking with me on that, but I feel disconnected from that, that reality. We know what it means to be great with spotlights and awards and, and things of that nature, but to be great in the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus said that. Like I said, the, the path to greatness that, that, that Jesus talks about, that God has put inside each and every one of us, it's, it is counterintuitive. It is countercultural. There's a scene that goes on with, with Jesus and his disciples. And um, he just got through talking uh, about, in, in Mark, he was talking about how he was going to be um, arrested, beaten, crucified. He would die. And then he would rise again. And he had been speaking, and, and they were walking back to Capernaum where they were staying. And, and here we'll pick up the conversation in, verse, in Mark 9, verse 33. They came to Capernaum when he, talking about Jesus, when he was safe at home, he asked them, the disciples, what were you discussing on the road? I mean, he just laid out basically his whole purpose for coming, his whole, his whole destiny, his whole reason for having human feet on earth instead of being in heaven. He's explaining what's going to have to happen. And he, and he asked them, what were you talking about on the road? The silence was deafening, it says. They had been arguing with one another over who among them was greatest. He sat down and summoned the twelve. So he's like, here's this, and I, can't, I, I wish I could put myself in that moment. Because he just, he goes and sits down, and he gathers, you know, come and sit. Come sit, guys. And he gathers them around, and he says this, so you want first place? Then take the last place. Be servant of all. It was a burning desire in the hearts of those disciples to be great and significant. A desire placed there by God. And in this moment of reality of who Jesus is, they actually, as they're walking home, are arguing about who among them are going to be the greatest. And Jesus, like he does so many times, over and over and over again, flips it on its head. He says, oh, you want to be first place? Then take last place and be servant of all. And you and I are no different. <laughs> we long to be valued. We long to be recognized. I mean, the whole phenomenon of social media is fueled by a desire for us to be good, to be, to be great. Excuse me, not even good, to be great. I mean... Twitter and, and, and Facebook and Instagram and all these things and blogs and YouTube videos. I mean, we are, we are people who want to be recognized. We, we desire for this. There's a desire in this. And, 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 and this kind of greatness that we were created to experience, though, it's much different than we think. 
It's much different than we think. Jesus said, so you want first place? Then take last place and be servant of all. How many times this week were you hurt, offended, been out of shape, frustrated because you were not recognized, what you had put into place wasn't followed to the T, to the what you had said needs to be done didn't happen that way, anybody else besides me? My greatness was not recognized. How dare they? You want it first place? Then take last place and be servant of all. Greatness is not defined by what you and I accomplish. Greatness is not defined by what you accomplish, but by whom you have served. Think about that. It's what Jesus said. It's what Jesus did. It's not found through the title on our, on our door or on our letterhead or business card. Or it, it's, it's not defined, this greatness that we desire. It's not going to be found in the, in, our, in the number in our bank account. It's not going to be found there. It's not going to be found in, in our reputation. It's not going to be found in the reputation of my kid. Um, greatness won't be found there. It won't be found in how many people I know won't be found in if my team won. <laughs> greatness isn't found in any of those places. True greatness is found through serving God and serving other people. And here's the problem, because the sin of ego, the sin of self, the sin of, of me first, it, it's turned our desire, it's gotten in there, and it's turned our desire, to, instead of receiving greatness from God, into a longing to receive greatness from anywhere, anyone, at any time. I, I, t I get a little ego shot when people like a picture of my daughter on Facebook. I do. But my goodness, if I'm basing my, my worth, my purpose in life on that... Oh, how very disappointed and shallow my life will be. Because I know she's beautiful, so I don't even know why I need anyone else to do the like button. That sin of self has twisted our desires, it's distorted our God-given ones, so that now what we want, we want others, we want others to recognize our greatness. I want other people to sing my praises, to follow my lead. And this seeking of greatness, this, this desire from other people, it's often, you know what, I, I can recognize some of those pursuits that I have, but there's a lot of unconscious ones. We have a lot of unconscious pursuits going on of when we don't even realize, we just don't even recognize that it's going on until maybe you don't get the promotion you thought you should have. Or, 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 you, or that kid uh, that you have suddenly embarrasses you in public. Get out the door. What are you doing? You're making me look. Ah. It's never happened before, has it, Justin? Never. 
Allison does it to you all the time, right? You're like, Allison, you're embarrassing me. Get out of here. I know, I know. You know, or maybe when that, maybe it's just when that person doesn't say thank you. How dare they? I can't believe they didn't say thank you. Suddenly, our, we, that, that realization of I was supposed to be recognized. I was supposed to be recognized as great in this moment, and you didn't. It's like a blaring spotlight. You know, maybe when, that, when, when our team doesn't win, <laughs> or maybe at the two-minute and six-second mark when the applause stops, Jesus said, so you want first place? Then take second place. Take last place and be servant of all. Here's a thought for you. And my ego would love for you to retreat. We tweet it. But instead, just listen to the thought. You know how much of a servant you actually are when you're treated like one. You'll find out how much of a servant you really are when you're treated like one. Because we can say all day, I'm a servant of the Most High God. I'm a servant of Jesus Christ. I'm here to serve others. I'm here to love God and love other people. I'm going to put other people first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to live my life like Jesus did. I'm going to lay down my life for others. And you find out real quick how, how much of it is really out of a, a, a desire for greatness and to be recognized when suddenly you are treated last. And you are the servant. And you did lay yourself down, and then you felt the footsteps across your back. You know how much of a servant you actually are when you're treated like one. This desire for the kind of greatness where people praise us, it's always going to let us down. It will never satisfy. And, and here's the thing. Jesus didn't come in to squash this desire. Shame on you for wanting to be great. No, God put the desire within us. Jesus recognized this. He knew this. He was just telling us how to actually accomplish it. You want to be first? Then take last place. And be servant of all, and you will truly know what it is to experience the greatness of God in your life. You will know. And there's no guarantee of applause, or retweets, or reposts, or spotlights, or microphones, or titles. Nothing. No promises. You want first place? Then take last place. And be servant of all. And recognize that's the path to greatness. And the thing is, is that you and I, I don't think we need to, we need to know. We don't need to just recognize like intellectually, okay, that is the path to greatness. Jesus said take last place. Jesus said be servant of all. We need to be changed. We need to be made new. We need to allow our minds to be rewired so that we can actually live into this truth. And that is the daily life of a Christian. I think it's a constant rewiring, a constant uh, challenge, a constant journey to put Jesus in his rightful place in our lives. 
Jesus became last. He became despised in the eyes of the world. He became a servant of everyone, including the people that hated him, including the people that spit on him and beat him and tortured him. The people who wanted nothing but shame and pain for his life. The people who wanted nothing to destroy him and anyone who he was friends with. Because after they put Jesus up on there, it was all out. They were looking for anyone who followed him too, you know. Those people are the people that Jesus laid his life down. He was servant to all. And the path to greatness runs through the valley of the cross. That's what our Savior did for us. So you want first place, then take last place and be servant of all.